The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Success Inside with host Aparna. On today's show, you'll hear the stories from the successful individuals that are making a difference in this world, living with passion, with their wisdom and ideas. We hope that you are inspired. Now, here is your host, Aparna. Hi there, this is Jeff Gerstel, the Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Of course, I'm not Aparna, but uh, she is going to be our first guest, and she is the newest host on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Aparna, nice to have you here. Welcome to your show. Thanks, Jeff, and good morning. (laughs) It's nice to be here. Great. Well, let, let's kind of start off with just give us a little bit of background about yourself and maybe an overview of what the show is all about, and we'll kind of take things from there. Sounds good. So this is the first episode of uh, Success Inside, and, um, you know, it's uh, hopefully first in many because Success Inside is more than just a show. It's kind of a way of being, and I um, I want the show to to really share a lot of um, information as well as guests, thoughts, knowledge, information that we can all apply in our day-to-day lives right? to really tap into um, the inner wisdom that we all have. So taking away from, especially, and this is really important for the business community, and that's why I launched this on the business channel, um, take, stepping away from our busy day-to-day schedule and tapping into our kind of inner wisdom, uh, inner success, and what that really means. Right. Well, congratulations on the new show, and of course, we're happy to have you here on the Voice America Business Channel, and I'm happy to be interviewing you for the first episode, so... Let's start with what we're going to focus on today. Great. So today I thought what we'd do is, since it is the first show, and it's also my first time um, doing something on radio, I tend to do these seminars uh, professionally in conferences and so forth, but uh, live radio um, is, is a first. And so what I thought we'd do today is just talk a little bit about why this is important, mm-hmm. uh, to me and also then why is it important to you and the, and the world uh, at large? Why should we really take this time to tap into our inner wisdom? Um, so I thought we'd focus in on what is success inside and, um, you know, how do we as individuals really cultivate this kind of way of being in our lives? Sure. So starting off, I mean, I guess we should just look at some background and what is the inspiration behind Success Inside? Sure. So, you know, um, the inspiration is that I personally have been a professional in the in the industry for about 20 years or so and spent a lot of my time in different um you know, business settings, whether right. it's for the government or companies and so forth. And over the last five to seven years, I found myself really 
dedicated to my spiritual and yoga practices. And mm-hmm. so I find myself like feeling really at home when I am uh, focused in on whether it's my meditation. I also mm-hmm. became a uh, certified yoga teacher. So I find myself really at home with that. And so I wanted to share with the business audience the value that it brings as professionals. Right. Um, because it's a little bit of a different connection, you know, putting some, you know, inspiration, <clears throat> meditation, and, you know, yoga into a business program. But you hear about this all over the world, and I believe that it can contribute to a more harmonious business relationship as well as, you know, personal relationships, right? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what? what's interesting to me is that when I had started um, deepening my practices, it was it was many years ago, and I used to work in the financial industry back then. And a lot of times, if you wor- mentioned the word meditation or yoga, people were like, oh, let's not talk about this at work. So, and I think that environment is changing quite a bit in today's world, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And so it's interesting to say that it's become the hottest buzzword since. I mean, I was at the Dreamforce conference, which is one of the largest conferences in the Bay Area mm-hmm. um, for, by Salesforce. And one whole day was dedicated to mindfulness for professionals. Yeah. So it's just amazing to me how much it's grown. And this is a trend that's um, pretty rampant all over the world now. Uh, everybody's talking about mindfulness. It's become the new in thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's the new corporate buzzword, as you say. Exactly. So, so I mean, leaning into that direction, I, I'm going to say that this show is going to be quite different than most of the others, especially on the business channel. Uh, I mean, would you call this more of a self-help show or is this going to be, you know, more of a corporate ending show? How, how do you see it? Yeah, so, you know, um, I wouldn't be able to put it in a category like self-help because, I want people to, I want executives and leaders and people in the business community uh, who, who are pretty seasoned in the business community to focus on having that awareness and cultivating a practice of going deep within. So one of the things that we find is nowadays, since it's become cool to talk about mindfulness um, and meditation, a lot of these CEOs like Mark Benihoff are coming out and saying, oh, I've been doing this for like 12, 13 years. Right. So people in senior leadership positions have been doing these kind of things. Some of them have been doing this, but it was not cool to share it. So now it is cool to share it, and I want this show to be a platform where we do uh, engage in kind of discussions around, well, what is your daily practice, you know, as a leader? Uh, what, do you, what do you do, and how do we every day kind of learn from this? Uh, so I, the idea behind it is to bring visibility to mindfulness, meditation, yoga, things that really help us enrich ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, so I, I would call it just kind of uh, creating our best selves um, through, our, through radio, uh, through sharing. And one thing we'll do that's unique um, on this show is spend a few minutes towards the end of the show, uh, one or two minutes, just kind of going, closing our eyes. Not if you're mm-hmm. driving, but closing our <laughs> eyes and just kind of <laughs> going deep within and seeing, uh, seeing how it feels, you know, taking that time. Yeah. No, it's it's funny that in, you know, in the last, I would say, maybe even decade, you know, it used to be kind of taboo. You don't want to introduce spirituality into a business organization, business environment. It's almost kind of like, 
you know, what do they said, separation of church and state or something. It's there's something religious about it. You don't want to introduce it into business. And I think that that was typical of us here in the Western world. But and we're going to talk about it a little bit later. You know, you did a lot of study in Asia in the Eastern world where. It's, you know, front and center. Spirituality is first and foremost. Meditation is first and foremost. This is how they do business. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one thing I wanted to add to that was just that, I mean, just last uh, two years ago, I was working at the U.S. State Department. Uh And it was interesting to me how people would come in. I mean, there is definitely, from an individual standpoint, there's definitely a curiosity around it for people who don't have uh, a kind of a meditation uh, or spiritual practice and they would but it was just still not comfortable talking about it in public so people would come in close my office door and say hey by the way can you kind of help me with that you know how do I how do I do you think I'm doing it right because you know it's one of the areas where you really don't know there's no milestone or success parameters necessarily sure so it's just making it safe to share and, and kind of. So what do you see, or who do you see, I should say, is the ideal listener for your show? Yeah, and so, you know, I would say that there is no ideal necessarily. I think, um, and that's true with my radio show or my yoga teaching, but mm-hmm. I think that the person that would really get the most out of it are people who are kind of, exploring or even have been curious about this kind of thing, but didn't really um, realize how uh, it's applied. Or or also people who are really kind of transitioning or wanting to live a a better life in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, we get so caught up in our day-to-day, going to work, having our weekends, then going to work. And I'm always amazed at when people say to me, uh, oh my God, Monday's coming. It's like the dreaded <laughs> day and then Friday, thank God, it's Friday. So, you know, it's, but it's, it's still like 50, 60 hours of our week is spent on something that becomes mundane. So yeah. I want people to try and tap into their inner wisdom and inner, you know, what, what do you dream about? What was the dream life that you had always wanted? And that's kind of where for the business community, um, I think it would be ideal is to really take the time to explore, uh, you know, are you really living the life of your dreams? What does that, what did that mean to you? tapping into what that was and really taking the time to reflect and also kind of evolve and learn from this, the things sure. you learn from others. So, Yeah, no, it's like you say, everybody's kind of working for Friday. You know, they're working, for, what was that song a few years ago, <laughs> maybe 25 years ago now, working for the weekend. <laughs> you know, that's what we're all doing. And really, that's not, that's not the way business runs now. I mean, business is a, you know, 24-7 state of mind, really. I mean, even on the weekends, you're still kind of thinking about what's going to happen on Monday and what you can do to move forward and prepare for the week. Absolutely. And, you know, I um, just uh, a week ago had lost one of my relatives and it just makes, um, you know, it really causes you to reflect because Mm -hmm. life comes at you, things happen pretty quickly. And, you know, next thing you know, uh, you've lived like five, ten years have gone by and you're like, well, is this really what I imagined for myself? And I see a lot of that even in like uh, my friend community where we're middle-aged professionals and we're wondering, well, okay, we've worked, we've got a you know, great, good place to live, we 
we we we do the things some of the things that we want but was this is this really how i leave my mark is this am i really making a difference with my life right um so this is tends to be a really big thing nowadays as people are you know kind of getting a little older and and also the other element of all of this is that we are inundated with information these days so in this electronic and information age um it's important to kind of tune out sometimes and just kind of be with ourselves. Right, right. Now, I i mean, I personally, and actually this last month, I'm going into 30 years of experience with radio, and, you know, Voice America now has been around close to 17 years. And I would love to know before we, you know, we're about to go to a break, but I would love to know how you see us making this show unique. Yeah, you know, one of the things is, um, and I'd love to hear from people who are listening to this show, like getting some information from them on who, what, what would be interesting to them. But I'd like it to be a platform where we have a lot of different types of guests so um, who come in and share from all walks of lives, whether they're in the government, they're um, professional CEOs. Mm-hmm. And also a large part of it is focused on entrepreneurship since that's kind of what I have focused on being in Silicon Valley for about um, you know almost 15 years now. Right. I spend a lot of my time working with entrepreneurs who want to make their dreams real. So, are, you, are you designing the show more for entrepreneurs and leaders? Or is this really for anybody no matter what level of business you're in? So it's definitely uh, just about for anybody, but okay. it's also from an entrepreneurship standpoint is to really kind of um, look at, you know, what are your, you know, why, why you wanted to be an entrepreneur. If you ever wanted to be an entrepreneur, what does that look like? So exploring, mm-hmm. um, and I get all kinds of entrepreneurs, whether they're early stage or people who have a company they've already started, um, so it really is actually helping entrepreneurs or tapping that entrepreneur within as well. Oh, wow. Well, that's great. I mean, we want to hear a lot more, but I believe it is time to go to a break. I'm Jeff Gerstel, a guest host for a part in this show today. I'm the director of host services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And my guest is actually your host, Aparna. And you're listening to Success Inside on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you are a beginning or aspiring entrepreneur, have you thought about a coach or mentor? For instance, think about sports figures who have successfully become entrepreneurs and leaders in business. They started out with a coach in their respective sport, and many work with a coach today to help them continue to achieve their goals. Listen for ESCN with host Michael Dawson and co-host Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, and 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business and rebroadcasts on Voice America Sports. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. 
Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to aparna at vcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. And this is Jeff Gerstel, the Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. I am guest hosting for Aparna and putting Aparna on the first hot seat of the show as the guest. So this is Success Inside. We would love to hear from you today. If you have any questions, uh, toll-free number in North America is 866-472-5790. So Aparna, uh, I remember when we were talking earlier, you were talking about spending quite a bit of time in India um, was that to you know connect or study yoga, uh, find out a little bit more about business? Can you share a little bit more about that? Sure, happy to do that. Um, so that's one of my biggest passions. So I love talking about this. But um, I actually, so I'm actually originally Indian. So I spent an early part of my life in India growing up, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and come from that background, but over the uh, but I've been in the U.S. Um, most of the rest of my life, um, my youth life, and ed- was educated here. But I uh, noticed over the last so when the financial market crashed a couple years ago in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know I was one of those professionals who was doing really well in the working with VCs and private equity firms and so sure. forth. But I when the market crashed, I found myself. Uh, the blessing was that I found myself going back into my spiritual roots, and right. um, I went to India. I started traveling to India to study in an ashram in South India um, w- with my guru, as well as um, just started deepening my own personal yoga practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, um, you know, I, I realized, well, one, I had always been a spiritual uh, person. like I Right. A practice since childhood, but um, you know, I didn't realize how much yoga and the kind of the wisdom behind yoga is there to help us live a more complete life as an individual. It goes beyond the kind of the physical practice that right. we have here in um, in the U.S. or in in gyms and so forth. I mean, there, there's definitely the physical, the asana practice, but there are eight limbs to yoga totally um, that allow us to become our best selves, if we will. So that whole process, that whole um, learning was something that was so enriching for me and so addictive and such a passion for me that that's what I've been cultivating for over the last seven, eight years. And now over the last few years as a teacher, I've been learning to share that. Um, and I, I, I love it. Sure. And, and, uh, what I find really interesting is that you said that this basically started i don't i don't like to call it the economic crash but we'll just call it the economic <laughs> slowdown of a few years ago 2008 and it goes hand in hand with a lot of the mentality and business kind of shifted to a more personal level a more spiritual level you know people started talking more about their backgrounds about their personal lives and you know 
there was a lot of things that happened in 2008 to cause us to reflect on, okay, you know, stop, slow down, look inside yourself, and what comes next, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's and it's great because this whole... Um, yeah, a lot of the things that were taboo, like, for example, I mean, the word success in itself actually has been, especially in the nowadays, people say it can be like a four-letter word, you know, everybody's driving to a certain <laughs> revenue or certain amount of money we must make, the cars we must own. So that's why, and so initially when I was using the word success for the show, I was kind of a little reluctant because the idea is to get away, I mean, away from that, but not, but in a way that is, we still want to kind of be the best self that we are. So success right. is not a four-letter word, but being successful means our best self, not necessarily being better than somebody else or having more money or having more houses or, and so forth. So, so, you know, um, deep, you know, just as you said, Jeff, if going, um, a little bit uh, more becoming more personal and sharing. And actually, I think the Internet's really helped with this, too, with all the bloggers and the Facebooks and so forth. Finally, mm-hmm. everybody has a voice, you know? Yeah, and, so, and we're sharing it with everybody else. Exactly. So now it's like, you know, and I, I maybe it's just because of my personal interest, but I'm amazed at, like, how important it is to for everybody to share their spiritual practices their retreats their you know all these things that people especially in the professional community were afraid to talk about or kind of fearful uh now it's so open i mean you can walk into vc firms and you'll see that and actually one of my guests uh, or a few of my guests are going to be vcs who look specifically at what they've done to cultivate their vc uh, where their inner practices right. um the other trend I noticed, Jeff, is people are really now looking at, in businesses, um, opening up their heart. Like the word heart was, um, and love were kind of foreign in the business community. And now I heard the uh, CEO of Whole Foods, for example, saying our business is bringing heart and love back to uh, the professional community. Right. Yeah, so, it's definite, definitely a different mentality there. Yeah, and I think, um, and one of our shows here and Success Inside is going to focus on, you know, love and the professional community simply because I also am one of those people that believed uh, way back that, you know, the emotion, it's not professional to bring that into corporate meetings or settings. Mm-hmm. And now, um, you know, being vulnerable and being open is really enriching uh, you as a leader, as a professional. So we're going to explore some of that uh, as well here um, as we go through the different shows. Sure. Now, in your experience, um, you know, because working with tons of businesses and organizations out there, would you say that now there are still some businesses out there that are considered greedy, you know, quote unquote greedy? Or do you think it's moving towards more of a mindset of, you know, we're here to work with you. We're more about a personal, spiritual level, um, especially some of the longtime businesses. I mean, what kind of shifts are you seeing in that industries? 
Yeah, so I definitely think that especially like big companies like, you know, Google, of course, but then even companies like Target and some of the automotive companies are all adopting things that allow their um, employees to, they have these well-being programs that allow employees to um, cultivate, uh, have a, you know, kind of a meditation mindfulness practice as well as yoga teachings and so forth. But I still think from a corporate standpoint, it's one of those things where, you know, um, it's something you check off, you know, yes, we have a well-being program. Um, I, I mean, it's starting to shift, but it would be nice to see the actual, you know, executive suite realizing the value of something like this rather than having mm-hmm. just something as we check off, you know, yeah, we've got a wellness program. Um, and it's, it's shifting, you know, now uh, taking a lot of people are taking, making sure that they take personal time off. Um, they take time for families and, and living a richer more complete life as an individual allows you to be a better, more passionate employee. So God, I gotcha. Well, let's move a little bit into something more personal to you, Aparna, going into your roots a little bit in the spiritual path. Now, you said that early on you spent time in India. Um, I'm assuming now, did you were you born in India and then you came to the United States or were you born here and then just spent uh, some time in India as a young person? So I actually was born in India. I was born in Delhi, okay. um, and I was spend most of my, um, you know, younger life in India. So I um, had, and I come from an Indian family. So we, you know, spirituality is not something people are trying to do, uh, or and spirituality and religion. It's something that is just a part of people's way of being. Sure. So, for example, I mean, being in India. People, there is a lot of stuff that we may do, like, for example, this whole thing about doing like a fire ceremony or a morning meditation practice or meditation and prayer practice. Those are things that, um, you know, in my family, people do as a way of life. So it's not even something we think about or are trying to do. It's just something we have. And so, so I've had that kind of a discipline since a pretty young age. It's just that now and, you know, when you go to school and you're, a lot of things happen in life, you, you know, as I say, life happens and right. so we get away from that. But over the last um, uh, seven, eight years, I've been pretty blessed to be able to really um, focus in on that and really, you know, enrich my uh, morning sadhana, as we call it, is the discipline of having a meditation and yoga practice and um uh, I've been able to really hone in on that. Also, I've spent a lot of time uh, in an ashram, so um, you know, oh, being neat. there and amongst a lot of uh, brahmacharis, which are God's people. I mean, their their you know, uh, whole way of being is is a kind of a devotion to God. Uh, it's similar right. to. Buddhist monks, um, and I spent a lot of time here in the Zen Center and so forth in San Francisco. But um, you know, just being with people like that, it, it just kind of shows you a whole another way of being, where it, their success isn't really um, trying to attain something, but success is just being and ser- being of service. Right, right. So, and now I would, I'm assuming you started in your professional world in the United States. Am I right? I did, yeah. So okay. I did all my studying here. So I have a um, uh, on the East Coast actually. So I have an undergraduate degree as well as an MBA, all from um, yeah, from the East Coast, from University okay. of Maryland. Yeah, um, and then I moved to Silicon Valley about 
12 or 13 years ago. Um, so it's, and you know, the, the West Coast tends to be a little bit more um, open <laughs> and receptive to this kind of practice, let's just say. So, um, and it's changing slowly, even in, in Washington. Uh, but, but, you know, that, but here I just feel like, you know, even from a professional standpoint, people are really uh, looking at ways to enrich in our lives, basically. Yeah, I mean, we, we here on the West Coast tend to take a little more laid back approach. And probably because of that, I think on the West Coast, people are more uh, open to the ideas of a spiritual you know, movement or, or kind of uh, a more zen-like business uh, environment, as you say. Uh, when you started out, and I know we have just about a minute to our break here, but what kind of challenges were you finding integrating into the professional world? Yeah, you know, and that's something I actually wanted to uh, j- jump into a little more deeply because for as a... Um, as um, you know, after spending some time in an ashram and so forth, uh, and I think we're going to go into a break now, so maybe we'll touch on this. Uh, okay, yeah. The next, I, maybe, I think that's a good idea. Let, let's take a quick break. Um, come back and talk a little bit more about you know the challenges, as well as maybe you can uh, give us a little more about your background, your working background, so we have a better idea of who you are. I'm Jeff Gerstel, Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We are speaking with the host of Success Inside, Aparna, who uh, starting next week will be your host and we'll have a number of other guests. But today it's me and the guest is your host. So you're listening to the Voice America Business Channel and we will be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader and by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, our world is faced with complex challenges that present massive potential risks. Conflict, misunderstanding, misalignment of organizations and their leadership, lost productivity, wasted time, and wasted resources resulting from limiting perspectives, distraction, and hardline positions are damaging our today and our future. The monetary cost of such failures is in the billions. Stop wasting time. Make a shift. Engage with host David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, Thursdays at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. And sitting in for Aparna today is your host for this week, Jeff Gerstel, the Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And I am speaking with your host, Aparna, and this is Success Inside. Uh, Aparna, before the break, we were talking just a little bit about some of the challenges and how you got integrated into the professional world. I'd also like to touch on your background a little more, but uh, let's go ahead and, and talk a little bit more about these challenges first. Yeah, you know, uh, and there are less so much challenges as I guess as a way of evolving. Um, but one thing that I found is, you know, having spent some time in an ashram and also doing um, yoga and so forth. I mean, little things that you know, in, in our busy world, as you go into the work world, I mean, you, the day goes and you you spend so much time running around from either you're you're turning out fires or you're just kind of running sure. around trying to stay on top of things. Um, I find that it's hard to take a moment and say, uh, and one of our practices when I, when I had come back from the ashram was every hour take like two minutes and just go deep or just kind of close your eyes and just kind of be still or silent. I found myself... Um, you know, finding that challenging because as the day goes, you know, you forget one hour is like past and you're into the next hour. So, you know, those simple things that, um, that can just, that we can do in our day to day lives where we can feel like we're really connecting with ourselves, uh, can easily slip as <laughs> yeah. you uh, have busy schedules and busy lives. So, one thing I um, know that I always recommend to people, uh, and I find this helpful for me, is to um, take one day a week and not be so plugged in. So, you know, away uh, from wh- one day a week in business? Well, one day a week, uh, so seven days, so whether it's the weekend or... Okay, okay. You know, yeah, just not be so plugged in. So don't check email. You don't need to be on Facebook. You don't need to Twitter. You don't need to... Because, I, I mean, you know, because uh, now that we have so much um, technology around us, and, I mean, we, good God, we even have our watches that can buzz us when we got a call <laughs> and, you know, so much technology. It's nice to... Just take one day and just not be plugged in and see what that feels like. I know what you're saying. <laughs> just I can tell you right now that is so hard to do for some people because, you know, we all feel like we have to be connected. And even when we don't want to be connected, we have to be connected. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody knows how to reach us at any time of the day or night. Yeah, and you know, I have to admit, when I first started doing um, like a strong, longer meditation practice, I used to sometimes feel guilty. Like, am I like, uh, wait, I'm supposed to be doing something else. Should I be using my time for some something where that I'm going to get to my goals better or achieve more? And so I used to have like this personal struggle of, you know, but now uh, I think, you know, over time it, it eases, but... Uh, it just is like, okay, should I be doing something else? Value for your, your time, bang for your buck, right. you know, type of thing. So, and that's one thing I wanted to be really open about on the show is really sharing like, you know, what works, but also what doesn't work. Like what are some of the things that we, sure we find challenging? So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of little things just like that. And we'll go through that as we go throughout the shows. 
Sure. Now, you yourself have had quite a professional journey. You know, you've been working with companies, startups, and you uh, you said you recently worked with the U.S. government uh, on global entrepreneurship. So, what are you most passionate about? And maybe you can give us a little more insight as to you know what your background is, what maybe what positions you've held, etc. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, I have um, had a. Uh, I, I consider myself very blessed professionally, but I have had a, a lot of different types of jobs. So I um, have worked, uh, I started out as a management consultant, and then I went into working um, at, a, at a company. So I, at a young age, I was very kind of ambitious, and so I wanted to have my MBA before I turned 25. Then before I turned 30, I got to be director of marketing at a, at a company. I had been a management consultant. And uh, then when I moved to Silicon Valley, I um, had a job where I was focused on um, a business that sold into the venture. I, 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 I'm a professional like business development and sales executive, uh, right. but I sold into the venture capital and private equity industry, which I loved. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of that whole buzz around working with VCs and then the financial market had crashed, and I uh, found myself like feeling like uh, you know, not completely satisfied, not feeling like okay, this is really my life calling. And I've always believed that I truly want to be extremely passionate about what I want it, what I do. I don't want it to feel like I'm on some Monday through Friday gig, and then the rest of the time I'm living my life. You know, I want my work to be feel comfortable. I want it to be my passion. And that's yeah. one of the biggest things I focus on with my teaching is, you know, really building a life of passion that integrates your life calling. I think what you're saying is important to a lot of people. And I think that's going to be one of the reasons that, you know, success inside is going to be successful as a radio show, because so many people want to have that feeling that you're talking about, but they just don't know where to start. Absolutely, and that's uh, the biggest thing, you know. So, as a as a whether you're professional or you're in other fields or, or however you consider yourself, it's important to be tapped into your life calling. I um, I remember a few years ago I had read this uh, poet um, description, and they said, you know, in life we actually have two real births. Um, one is the one where we are born out of our mother's wombs. But the second birth is equally important, and that's the birth as an um, individual, uh, as uh, when we awaken to our true calling in life. So, you know, and as a, even as a child, I mean, I grew up when Oprah was just kind of really big and uh, coming up, and I remember I, I just love the fact that people like that, uh, like Oprah, are so dialed into their life's passion. I mean, that's her work, and look, she's yeah. in there. Yeah, um, I mean, they always say it's important to do something you love, and when you're good at doing something you love, I think the success is just going to follow. Absolutely, and so I think that's one of the most important things uh, for success inside is really helping you unleash your true calling, true passion, and that's one of the been the biggest um, challenges of my own life is like making sure, I mean, I have jobs with big, great titles, but am I really dialing into my passion? You know, am I, is it really, um, 
truly my life's purpose and calling? Um, is it my passion? And and actually, so you had asked me about the, the government uh, position. I was a fellow at the U.S. State Department focused on global entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So what, what that is, is actually President Obama, who has been really focused on job creation, wanted to take the... Um, all our entrepreneurship as a biggest kind of an offering globally, um, something that we use to help other countries in job creation. Um, and, you know, it's one of our biggest exports, if you will, uh, as, a, as they say, as the White House says, um, is entrepreneurship. So we have progress. So I got a chance to spend a year focused and traveling uh, to different parts of the world, like Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore. Oh, yeah, talking about, um, you know, what does it mean to, uh, well, actually, entrepreneurship is very big everywhere now, but how do we actually do that? So I've actually been trained um, on the Stanford program or on Lean Startup. Um, and, you know, that's something, that's a quick way of kind of embracing and starting as an entrepreneur. You don't have to have an MBA and formal education. Right. And I was so amazed at, I mean, I was so inspired by some of the people that I met along the way. And for example, in Vietnam, this guy picked up uh, Jeff Bezos' book, who's the founder of Amazon, right. and decided to create a, uh, the Amazon of Vietnam out of his garage. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, and it turned out to be $5 million, uh, is now currently, and it's probably worth even more now. But it's like a $5 million business. And, you know, they did it based on like reading his book. And I thought, Wow, this is like true bootstrapping. I mean, in Silicon Valley, um, I've been to so many hundreds of discussions around, you know, well, we're raising money and how do we, um, you know, work and raise money and so forth. Here are people who are actually applying this stuff without any formal education, just like hands-on, getting their, you know, um, feet wet, hands dirty, whatever you want to call it, and just embracing the concept of entrepreneurship and living their dream, basically. Yeah, so, in, a, in a way, it's kind of paying it forward because, uh, you know, this gentleman you're talking about, you know, was inspired by Jeff Bezos in a book that he wrote, hopefully engaged to inspire other people to do the same thing or, or to, to create their own lives, their own success, I should say. Absolutely. And if we can, you know, um, you know, hopefully one of my visions for success inside is to, to take our show uh, more global. So um, share it around the world. Um, and as I get a chance to travel with my work uh, all over, I want to be able to share um, the value of really tapping into the success inside. Um, because one of the things as an entrepreneur that makes uh, people successful is that inner passion, but also an inner commitment to yourself that okay. allows you to um, be true to why you're really creating this business. I mean, um, you know, it's not just the money, but it's also kind of building out a dream and, you know, being able to share that. that that's what inspires people. Yeah, um, and, and you're in the definitely you're in the right form to do this because, of course, we're heard worldwide. So, um, you know, hopefully you're going to get some of the messages of, of both you with your experience and your guests as uh, the show progresses. We have about a minute until break time. Um, I want to talk more about Be Corporate Yogi in the next Mm -hmm. segment. Uh, Also, you had said that uh, you kind of have a little surprise or a little uh, 
participation that you want to share with the listeners. So um, I would say let's take our break now. You're listening okay. to Success Inside with a, your host, Aparna, and I am your guest host this week, Jeff Gerstel. I'm the director of host services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you're listening to the Voice America Business Channel. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. I am your guest host, Jeff Gerstel, the Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And with me is your host, Aparna, and this is Success Inside. Aparna, uh, we're in the last segment of the show. I can't believe it, how fast it's been going. Let's talk about B Corporate Yogi. Uh, I mean, what does that mean? Is Is that yoga? Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, so B Corporate Yogi is um, a, a basically my brand around um, yoga, meditation, uh, wisdom talks around the concept of um, spirituality, if you will. But basically uh, helping um, leverage all the yogic wisdom and tradition. So one thing, as we had talked about earlier on in the show, is there are actually eight limbs to yoga. So the physical practice is one component, but the rest of the yogic practice, which was created about you know 6,000 um, years ago, was uh, is all centered around, or most of the yoga practice is centered around really how do we become our best selves. And so B Corporate Yogi is taking a lot of that teaching and wisdom, and uh, this is where I actually go into companies and I teach uh, yoga. So one of the most uh, fun things I've done over the last year, Jeff, is being able to... Um, 
teach yoga at the U.S. Capitol. I was oh wow, amazed. yeah, I was amazed that they had this program. But uh, Congressman, uh, one of the congressmen, Tim Ryan, had um, has a program around meditation. He had written a book on mindfulness, and so they he had his group had invited me to come in and speak to congressmen and senators and cre- actually help them uh, become you know go into a mi- mindfulness practice. So we're actually going to do that later on in the show. But um, I was amazed and really happy to do that. And so B Corporate Yogi is a lot of that teaching. So it's doing that. Also, the other thing B Corporate Yogi is, is actually a yoga practice that is um, safe and recommended for people who are not, you know, the um, people who are not interested in bending their bodies like a pretzel. So <laughs> I, you know, I see all these people with yoga mats who are like a size zero, size two. And that is not, I mean, it's great that that's what works for those people, but that is not the only people that yoga is for. So I right. just want to really emphasize that. And B Corporate Yogi is for people who want to use yoga to cultivate that inner uh, awareness, um, inner consciousness, um, and so and so, it's a brand. It's my website. So, be corporate yogi. You can go on there, and I uh, will start creating more blogs and create a forum where we can have more discussions. Um, but also looking at where I'm going to be teaching and and offering this kind of a practice. So, uh, I used to teach at the, in Washington D.C. when I was living there, um, and, and but now I'm in Silicon Valley, and so I'm looking for places where I can teach more. So, some of it will be at companies, but another part will be teaching in uh, possibly some studios and so forth. So, if, if any of the listeners have suggestions there, um, I'm happy to you know. If Feel free to email me at uh, aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Wonderful. So what are some of the things that your listeners can do to experience success inside uh, You know, when listening to the show? I know you're going to have a lot of different activities. We're even going to have a preview of one of them in just a few minutes. But uh, you know, how are we going to kind of prepare for your show every week? Yeah, you know, so one thing I would say is, um, and this is what all the the yogis in India say, is when you come to this kind of a show or any kind of a spiritual practice, um, come with an open mind. So I ask people to take this 60 minutes without judgment, without, um, you know, any, any other distractions and just kind of be with it, be with the learnings. And also then take something that you're actually going to take back with you for the week. So whether it is this whole thing about not being plugged in for a day, um, as we had talked about, is something to try out, or maybe taking a minute uh, every couple hours in your day to just kind of be silent. But take something that uh, you picked up here and really use it throughout the week and see how it goes. And, you know, one thing I noticed um, with my students is uh, I'm amazed at how much little things can make a big difference. So, sure, sure. Uh, you know, even if it's like taking this week and maybe spending five minutes every morning just kind of being silent or, or um, you know, having something that you do at the end of the day to quiet your mind. Um, try it out for a week. See how it goes. And then, you know, be happy. I'd be happy to share it. So, you know, come back to me and let me know. Um, so with that, I think what we can do is 
I'll go into a 60 seconds of silence. I don't want to scare anybody with this too much. But, uh, uh, and uh, what we're going to do is we're, I'm going to walk you through it so it's not total silence. But okay. if you are able to, I encourage you to, uh, I'll keep the time, but I encourage you to um, close your eyes and um, and just kind of be um, be still, be where you are, except for when, if you're driving. Um Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, keep your eyes open, but uh, if you're driving, and uh, but otherwise, eyes closed, and just kind of, just observe your breath. So just take a second to um, feel and observe your breath, and feel each inhale and exhale, and just allow that breath to kind of ground you. And feel the um, feel your feet planted on the ground, your body firmly planted on the ground, um, and just observe each inhale and exhale. Inhale, exhale, allowing yourself to just be. And in this last few seconds here, just as you observe that last inhale and exhale, open uh, your eyes slowly and gently and just take a deep breath and come back into your space. And just observe how that feels for you. Um, 60 seconds is not a whole lot, but even a little bit can go a long way. So, you know, with that, um, I think we're, we're almost uh, coming to a close, right, Jeff? Yeah, just a few more minutes. And, and I'm feeling wonderfully relaxed now. So uh, I don't know if I can continue <laughs> okay. doing the interview, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, one thing I want to ask about that is, you know, I don't know about everybody, but for me, it's very easy first thing in the morning you know, every hour to maybe take a minute or two and just reflect. But then lunch comes, and then all of a sudden you start looking at, oh, my gosh, this is how many hours I have left till 5 o'clock. And as the day progresses, it gets more and more stressful. I mean, how often are you seeing an ideal time for people to do something like this exercise? I mean, if, if yeah. you know, it might, it might, you say every hour, but I don't know how practical that is. Yeah, no, and I think, so every hour is uh, is a little bit of an extreme when you're starting out. So what, what, what I suggest, and so in the yogic culture, the, the best times are in the morning, right before, you know, around or before sunrise, and then um, having something in the evening uh, before dinner um, as well. So um, where you're taking a moment of silence, right. but... Um, the the otherwise I, what I say and from my own personal practice, um, it's important to have though a time carved out 
because otherwise it does get away from you. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, today I won't do this. It's, it's the same thing with anything else. Like if you're right. going to the gym, if you let that get away from you, then next thing you know, it's much easier to fill your schedule with something else. So I do encourage people that are starting out to do the morning. So whether it's, you know, taking five minutes uh, you know, after you brush your teeth to just go and sit. Uh, or even sometimes it's uh, when you're having a cup of tea. So even if you're in the office, you can uh, have a cup of tea and uh, relax right. and, you know, take a few deep breaths. It's hard to do it every hour. I agree. Exactly. I, I find that super challenging myself. But, um, you know, and then on the weekends, and maybe there are some days where you just really stay with it. Just, and Just stay with it and relax. Yeah, and hey, sometimes go into a walking practice. You Aparna, know. I only have time for one more question. <laughs> okay. uh, how do you define success inside for you? Uh, Perfect that's summation. That's a great question. And yeah, and that's my, my favorite of the questions. So um, success inside for me is just doing whatever it takes to allow myself to just be, allowing myself the freedom and um to be who I really am. So really just doing the things that energize and excite me in a day. Uh, And that's kind of it in a nutshell, living with passion. I can't wait for the rest of the series. I really can't. (laughs) You're going to have some great guests and audience participation. We're going to do other exercises like we did just a few minutes ago. And I, I think this has been a great hour. I've learned an awful lot more about you, even though I've been working with you the last you know, four or five weeks and, and learned quite a bit. I, I think I learned just as much, if not more, just in the last hour from you. So, great. And Jeff, we'd love to have you back. So thanks so much for sure. being here. If, I, if my schedule permits, I would love to. Uh, you know, if I'm not off meditating somewhere and, and <laughs> you know, having my moment of zen. Uh, this is Success Inside with your host, Aparna. She will be back next week with uh, more about the show, more guests, and more participation. I'm Jeff Gerstel, the Director of Host Services for the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Thanks so much, Aparna, for letting me be your first guest slash host. Thanks, Jeff. All right, this is the Voice America Business Channel, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to catch another edition of Success Inside with your host, Aparna, next Saturday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, have a great weekend and a successful week to come.